Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast, a conversation between two people, Frank Anderson and myself, but you're included as well. We're talking about awareness of so many different things and a way to look at life and feel peace and love and joy in the most unlikely places and in the most unlikely times. We've been talking about that for the last few podcasts, but we're switching to a new subject tonight. Frank, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Lisa. You know, we're easing back into the old life. And we talked about the great pause earlier on in this uh, series of episodes. But we're slipping right back into the busyness, getting back into the rhythm of life. The rhythm of life. The rhythm of life and enjoying it. I know that you've been meditating for a couple of decades and studying and different mindfulness methods. But do you ever feel like that you want something too hard? Have you ever feel like you're trying too hard? Are you past that now? Oh, well, no, I'm not past anything now. Um, And yeah, there's certainly desires and expectations and and, and I have all of those things that that I would, that I would like and want. Yeah, that, that happens a lot. And, you know, that always gives me a chance to practice you know, when I'm preaching on this podcast, mm, you know, right. practicing that awareness and, 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 and having a perspective toward that, you know, and, and taking it, taking my wonderful thoughts and emotions into, into awareness, you know, and, and working through those, you know, and, and, and to see like what it means, where that comes from and what it means if I get that or if I don't get that um, mm. and then how to move around in the world like that. Well, maybe you can help me and maybe you can help others who might be feeling like I'm feeling right now. I've always, I've always kind of been that way. I always said, I want what I want and I, when I want it, like now, you know, and as I, I think I'm a patient person, but sometimes I think you can want something so much in life. And I just to the point where I think, you know what, I just got to let it go, which is from a very popular movie. There's actually a song that's uh, I think on a lot of people's minds these days, let it go. It seems it's like from, an old song from the past about Let It Go, but I can't remember. Oh, from Frozen. Frozen. I haven't seen Frozen. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, uh, it's an animated movie. Let It Go? People are Pardon? singing Let It Go all the time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's a great song from there. It's kind of like, you know, just let it go and don't worry about it. So I think it is a popular thought in society right now. But And I think that I'm just going to be vulnerable and put it out there. I feel like it's something that I need to do. What do you think? How does that work? How <laughs> yeah, does it work? Well, you know, Lisa, that's a loaded, loaded question and, uh, and, and, and very common. I mean, having desires is part of life mm-hmm. and, and having strong desires is part of life. And it's like a natural thing to happen. But, you know, sometimes those desires, striving for them, aiming for them, you know, wanting them for a particular reason, you know, and, you know, exploring the reason that you want them because it's like, is, is that going to make you happy? Is that why you want it so bad? Um, but, but desires are normal that letting go is one of these problems that I hear talked about all the time at retreats and, and talks. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock would talk about it. Ajashante would talk about it. Jack Cornfield, they'd all be talking about letting go. And you hear it very nonchalantly said, oh, just let it go. Right. Oh, let it go. Oh, just let it go. But, you know, sometimes your, your brain will say, you know, I, bury it. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, well, I'll never get that. Just bury it. Or I don't, I don't want to remember that anymore, and I'm just going to bury it. And that's, that's different than letting go. You know, that's, that's like creating more problems for yourself if, if, you, if you suppress it. And so, so how do you let go? Do you know how to let go? I'm, no, that's why I'm asking you. I'm just at this point in my life, and I you know, always lay, lay it all on the line. I just have this yearning. I feel it inside of me so bad. And then it's so bad, so hard. What I want is like, I, I can't. I just, I feel like I just have to let it go. I feel like I'm trying too hard and 
you know, it always seems like when you stop caring about something, it all comes together. Is that a way to put it? Well, or the opposite is true too. If you try too hard for something, yeah. you know, it, it, it makes it impossible to get. It almost causes the opposite effect. You okay, know? please explain that. Well, I, I used to try to do a flip on the diving board and I tried wow. so hard and I just wanted to let go because I didn't want to do a belly flop. I didn't want to, you know, go in it the wrong way. And so I would try so hard to do a front flip off of the diving board and I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't do it. I, could, I couldn't do it until I kind of stopped thinking about it, you know, and just did it. See, and, and I love that concept. I love that. Con- and I know it's out there, but how do we, how would we let go? Is that, I did, I'm surprised to hear that all these people, Tara Brock and Adyashanti talk about this. I didn't know it was like a mindfulness thing. I thought it was a song from Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> It comes into mindfulness because we because when we're doing mindfulness practice, we're getting into a place where there's not that kind of attachment. Um, when we talk about mindfulness or we talk about exploring awareness, we talk about who we are, you know, mm. as awareness. And so these things look like thoughts, they look like emotions, they look like desires, they look like wants. And when we're doing doing the exploring awareness technique, you know, those things come and go, come and go, just like everything else. And so we're really talking about a perspective here. So if you say, I have to let go, you know, there's there's that I that has to do something. And so the whole the whole paradigm creates a problem in and of itself, you know. The part of you that's trying to let go is the same part of you that's holding on, you know? So, so you're holding on and letting go at the same time. And it's kind of this unsolvable problem to say, well, I need to let go. Um, it's just kind of like, I need to meditate or I, you know, I need to do any of this. Like that, that, uh, that sets you up for, for failure actually. And you're saying, okay. okay. What if you do need to meditate? I like this. I told you this morning, I, I'm trying to meditate. I yes. know I need it. I've heard a million times how good it is for me. And so I sit down and I start to meditate and I'm, then my mind goes. And then I, Lisa, you, you have to meditate. So then I, uh, and then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get up and do this. And I'm like, no, I had to like make myself, I had to make, make, make myself meditate this morning. And and I thought, I kept thinking, well, Frank's not going to be happy. That's, I'm not supposed to be trying so hard. But if I didn't, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Well, that's the discipline of sitting every right. day. And then your mind is, you know, going off in all these different directions. Right. It wants to do other things. Right. And so it's probably really good to have the discipline to sit. And then once you sit, to be allow whatever happens to happen. So that means when resistance comes up to meditation, then you become aware of the resistance. You know, when distracting thoughts come up, you know, you become aware of the distracting thoughts. When the, you know, idea that you have to meditate even comes up, you know, you become aware of that. You know, there's, there's, it's just a little bit of a different perspective on, well, I have to meditate every day or I'm going to meditate every day and then let what happens happen. Do do you see the difference? I do, but yeah, and I hear you and I hear that in my head when I'm trying to do it. But if I let what happens happen, I would be out of the chair and something else. So I, it is a discipline thing. And I thought I, then I think I'm aware that I don't think I'm that I must not be that disciplined of a person. If I can't just sit in this chair and be aware and like the fifth or sixth thought that goes by, I think, all right, I'm done. I can't do it. But then I have to make myself do it. Do you have a timer? I do. Cause I don't, I don't use it for, because if, when I do do it, I get into to it and it's like amazing and I don't want to stop myself. And I've, I've listened to a lot of guided meditations and they're like, you know, I'm going to ring the bell when we're done. And I'm like, don't ring the bell. If I'm in the place where I want to be. And I'll tell you lately, I've, when I start, I suddenly, I don't suddenly, but I get, I see like this lighted area and I feel like if I've made it to the lighted area, which I'm seeing 
and then I'm like, I'm, the, I'm on the path. I'm there. You know, that's like my new thing. And I don't know if that's a real thing in the world of meditation, but that's what's been working for me. I'll sit down. I'll just try to focus on my breath, which we talk about all the time, which I love. And then I'll see the lighted area. It's like, a, and then I think, oh, I'm getting there, you know, and then I get into that lighted area and then it just, it does, it kind of melts away. But to get there for me, is a lot of work. And I, this morning I made myself meditate, I, but I, cause I know I needed it. I think it's so beneficial I'm trying too hard. Do I let go of that too? If I let go of that, then I will never meditate. If I let go of trying. I hear you. I hear you. I think setting an intention to meditate either every day or five or seven days and following through that intention is, is a great first step. And if you have to, you know, if you have to, you know, wrestle with your monkey mind to do that, you know, then that's, that's fine too. Right. And so you get on your seat and Mm. I like a timer just because if I I can kind of tell, well, if I'm I'm up early and I have more time, I can set the timer for 40 minutes. And so whatever comes up and down and that's 40 minutes is, is about as long as I want to do. Mm. If you do 40 minutes, you know, when the timer goes off, you're done and you can move on to the next thing. Or if it's a big, if, if you got to go soon, you set the timer for 10 minutes. And so you're on your chair for 10 minutes and whatever comes up, comes up and you just commit to sitting there. Now, if you're, if you feel like you need to run off, you could stand up. Standing meditation is also fine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. People stand. I used to go to these retreats and, you know, you'd meditate all day long and you're like falling asleep. So you could stand up, you know, just with your hands clasped over mm. your, your, your upper abdomen and just sit, stand and meditate. And there's also walking meditation as well, where you just, you know, you become aware of your feet and, the, and your, how your feet touch the ground. And you just take a nice slow walk and just feel the ground under your feet. Feel your body moving, you know, and you can like walk 10 paces and then turn around and walk 10 more paces. We did that in that Thailand retreat. Everyone had their little own little little area and you would just walk for maybe 20, 30 minutes and just walk and meditate at the same time. So, you know, if you're feeling anxious, that's often a good way to to meditate or, or, or to stand. So those are all good possibilities if you're feeling like sitting is making you anxious or or whatever. But the idea here is, you know, meditation is more like a, it's not the task itself, you know, meditation is our entree to this deeper place, you know, this spiritual place. And so, so to say, I have to, the reason I was saying you, to have to meditate is is a little bit off. It's like I'm going to sit down and you know return home, and it's it's a mm. it's a, it's a different it, that's a different than a task. You know, it's like it's an opportunity. And same with letting go. You know, you don't have to let go, but if you change your perspective toward what you have to do and not have to do. Then, then, then letting go doesn't become the issue as much as it, it's things like desires aren't going to stick, you know. If you find the peace and joy in the most unlikely places, then, you know, you're less likely going to be looking for it outside of yourself. And then the paradox is you're going to move around in the world and find the things that make you joyful. And your brain can't. You know, that doesn't make any sense right. to us. And I would just say, try it and see, because it's hard to explain. And, and I know you've experienced this before. I know you have. You've talked about it before. You know, when you're experiencing just that present moment, whether it's in nature or whether it's during meditation, and those are, you know, per- shorter periods of time, and they can be longer periods of time, you know, and you move around in the world and, I think you start attracting things, you know, or like, like I remember, I think I told you the second time that I went to that retreat center, 
And so the first time I didn't want to go, I'm like, this is so beautiful. I want to stay. And I just, I just like to stay here for three months. And I was very sad about leaving. Mm-hmm. And the second time I left and I loved it. I had a great time, but it didn't, it didn't bother me that I was leaving. And I was really surprised that it didn't bother me that I was leaving. It's like the retreat's over next thing. And there wasn't that like, Oh, I wish I could stay here. I would be so happy if I could stay here. I didn't have that feeling, you know? So it wasn't, I didn't let go, but it just didn't, didn't happen. You know what I mean? It didn't, it didn't, it didn't affect me. So can we go back and go over a couple of things that you said? Just, or do you believe in the law of attraction? Um, what, is, what is that to you? I don't know. You put out what you want. If you put it out, if you want something, then you act that way and that you attract what you want. Because really, this is about wants and desires. I mean, and you know, you could be desiring a new pair of shoes. Desires doesn't have to be, you know, something whatever (laughs) you know people want and desire certain things in their lives on a whole different range of of possibilities so my understanding of the law of attraction is if you want something then you act that way and that attracts it back is that right well you know you know i'm doing that uh deepak chokra 21 days of abundance Mm -hmm. thing and it seems like there there is some um, material kind of abundance that that he's talking about. Uh huh. But but I, I don't really know about this law of attraction so much, and I I don't necessarily I don't really understand that or or see. In, no, I don't know about it. But I feel like a, abundance, at least the way he's talking about, it, isn't necessarily material things. Hmm. You know, it's just abundance of kind of connection and 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 Mm. peace and 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 love you know and i think that what he's saying is with with that sense of abundance then then you have the things that you need or you can get the things that you need but it's from a it's not from a craving perspective but it's from a like a being perspective so instead of letting go i feel like i think you're saying find what you want inside yourself which is what we always talk about is you don't have to let go because it's already there is that what you're saying? well you know my experience is because i've i've had i know exactly what you're talking about and i've tried to let go of things before and it's not possible to do with your brain right and so through mm-hmm. this practice i feel like I didn't necessarily let go of things, but but things that seemed important were no longer important. And so it looks like letting go, yeah. but it's more like falling off or it's like having kind of a Teflon on you, on you. It doesn't stick so much, right? And so I'm much more... I think open now to just accept what's happening in the present moment and not necessarily looking for something outside of myself. Now, in um, mm. nobody's perfect of, of, at that at that. You know, and I, I got I wanted a new car and I got a new car and I was, you know, fortunate that I could get a new car. Uh and so it is a little bit hard for me to say that in a, you know, a position where I can there are possibilities for material things that not everybody has. But I'll tell you one thing, I've spent a lot of time in developing countries as well. And when people have, have a, a, a village life and they've got their, their family and friends with them and they've got, and they're prosperous in their own way, they're very, very happy. Right. Well, I think I'm a happy person. I know where happiness comes from. I'm, I can be happy with nothing. But I can't deny that I have this inner yearning right now, and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, what, is, only... what is it for, your yearning? <laughs> oh, what is it for? I don't know. It's for a interpersonal connection. I don't know how else to put it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't even know. Maybe I need to figure that out. What I just feel it. Maybe you, I don't even know what I'm yearning uh, for. That's a really good point because – there, there is a a, uh, a yearning that we talk about 
and, 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 you know, kind of mindfulness and meditation and a yearning to know yourself, a yearning, you know, to be yourself, a yearning to be in this world without all the trappings. And, you know, that, that to me is the first step in this idea of abundance, right? Because it's, it's kind of like what we've been talking about before, bottom up versus top down, you know, it's like what happens if we just try something a little bit different? and try to work on experiencing this, the, the abundance that's inside, you know, this, this abundance of universal connection and, and then moving the world that way. You know, I think maybe that law of attraction is really saying once you do that, then you start attracting things to yourself as opposed to so much, you know, wanting and grasping, you almost get the opposite. I think that you, you see it with people who are like desperate and you think, oh, they're trying too hard. You know, you, it's yeah, helpful yeah, in, in, exactly. in some people. And I don't want to be that person. And you can't but, tell them to let go because it's, you just can't just let go of that. It's more like transform it into awareness and presence, you know? So whatever those thoughts are, if, if you could do this, if you could, practice this and be aware of it then you go back to your center which is peace joy love wisdom etc and move in the world in a different way and so instead of you trying to get something from somebody else or something else you know you don't need anything else and so you move around and and it's very different what am i being aware of in this situation as well let's say aware of awareness or aware that I don't need anything else is, is no, no, aware of awareness. And that's going to solve my problem. Yes. That's going to solve your problem. All right. And that comes from meditating. Yes. Which I'm trying to do. <laughs> See, you're, you're working on it. You're doing it. I'm working on it. It's not easy. And no. You're, and you're practicing. And that's why we call it practice. Hmm. And so again, I, one of those things where your mind is still going and, and, and the awareness of the thoughts is still being, it's still there, but you gotta, that's why I said awareness of awareness. So maybe that, that will help open that door. So when I sit here and I have this internal feeling of want or need inside of myself and you tell me to be aware of being aware. (sighs) You can't think it. No, I don't think it. Yeah, you practice it. By meditating. By meditating. Exactly. And that's it? Well, that gets started. That gets it started. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? Well, you'll see you gotta you gotta see. You gotta well, see. And you know when you say this, this is episode nineteen. And you have been saying this to me week after week, month after month, and I hear you. And that's why I am trying to meditate. And you're not the only one. Everybody says in in this world of mindfulness that meditation is, you know, the key. Just do it and you will come to different places of yourself and have these revelations and it's the solution. And uh, I hear that. So it's, you know, that's why I'm trying so hard. Well. And that exactly, and you know what? All meditators go through that experience, and some for longer than others. And to meditate is one thing, and and that is your our tool, our mindfulness tool, uh, meditation to open to something deeper. And so, opening to something deeper is what the letting go is. You know, because once you open to something deeper, things just fall off. They, they, you can't let go, but they, they go, they go. It's not the same. It's not the same energy of like the, the, the suffering of wanting and desire and expectation. There's a difference, qualitative difference in things that you might, might want or need from from that perspective when you're coming from a place of your core. Okay, I'm going to represent the listener now and go, really? <laughs> really? That's It's that simple. You just 
meditate and you're I wish you know. it was that simple. You might have misunderstood what I said. So meditation is a um, like a metaphor, a, a tool for the discovery of, of yourself. So, you know, you could do it other ways, perhaps. My experience is with meditation. We don't call this podcast Exploring Meditation. We call it Exploring right. Awareness because in the way that I, you know, use words, it's opening to awareness that's going to allow the letting go to happen without you trying. Because once you explore awareness and start identifying as awareness, then there's really nothing to hold on to and there's nothing to let go of. It's just, it's just a different way of being. And so that striving or that yearning will, will be less, you know, and there'll be less suffering from it too. So you don't, you don't have to let go. You just become aware. You identify more uh, with this awareness or with your soul or with your depth. And then the dynamics of these things change. I like being part of a group. I like laughing with somebody else or talking. I mean, that's why I enjoy this podcast. At least I'm not, I've done podcasts by myself. It's hard having a conversation with someone and learning and giving and taking. That's more me. Mm -hmm. So I hear you saying what, to get to this place, it's, it's, you'd be good with yourself and be aware and go inside. But that seems very singular to me, but I mean, I'm not, it's a good thing. They have that base. Well, I, I mean, I don't want people to misunderstand. I'm not talking about being a loner, but if, when you look at say the traditions of monks, you know, right. and, uh, yeah. and I have participated in that. Uh, I've been a monk per se, but I've studied in those settings. Hmm. And and there is that there is that sometimes that idea that you've got to meditate by yourself for hours and hours and hours and that 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 seems more like a cultural thing you know to to be a monk and that's not what I'm talking about at all. And when I talk about you know meditating for thirty or forty minutes, um, that that wouldn't necessarily be a, a considered a loner either, right? And so, I mean, I hear what you're saying. It sounds like is that. You, you may be thinking that doing this practice is going to make you kind of less social. No, but I think, and I, and I think it is good to know yourself and be strong in yourself. And, but I almost feel like we're on the cusp of saying, I don't need anybody else. I don't need to let go because I don't need you. And I don't want that. And I don't have any desires. I'm good with me. I've gone inside and I'm good with me and I don't need anybody else. Or yeah, maybe. Yeah. That, that's your mind telling you that. And so that's a common thing. And that's, that's a misunderstanding of what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. There's always that one thing. Oh yeah. There's no, you know, there's no meaning in life and nothing. It's all going to end. It doesn't matter. So, you know, what the heck, well, that's not, that's really not, that's not right either. That's, um, it seems like a dismissal. It seems like an emotional reaction to what we're talking about. It isn't what we're talking about, but it is certainly what your brain could think uh, we're talking about. And it's certainly a fear that you might have that this, uh, that, that this kind of practice could do that. It sometimes boils down to this ego idea, and it is in some ways letting go of the ego. And, and you certainly can't let go of the ego intentionally but there is a shift in, in who you think you are as we do more of this practice. And your, your ego doesn't, isn't going to like that. And so it's going to hold on kicking and screaming, you know, while you do this practice. It's going to say, well, if you do that, then you're not going to, you're just going to be boring. Or if you do that, you know, you're not going to have any excitement in life. And, and, and I can totally understand where that's coming from. You know, and I have those feelings sometimes still, but this practice uh, is not gonna, is, isn't going to do that, even though your mind might say that. So you bring that into awareness and you're like, oh, there goes my mind, you know, telling me these things. The awareness doesn't change. So no matter what 
what's going on in your mind, you can still be aware of it. So you were getting sucked into this kind of ego um, discussion. Whereas what we really can do is practice awareness of the monkey mind and of the ego attachment and all of those things happening, you know, as we progress in the practice. So, so actually what you're doing with this practice is great because all of what you're telling me that your mind is doing is awareness. So mm-hmm. if you can connect to the awareness of what your mind is doing, you know, you're going to start opening that door. So you're, you're, you're kind of aware and you don't know it. You're aware because you're telling me these things, but you don't know you're aware. So I think that's where the awareness of awareness came from. How long is it going to take? <laughs> I said I want it and I want it now. That's, you it's going to take, um, <laughs> it's going to, it'll be over when you're, when you're finished. Mm. Um, Okay, so then that brings up a word that that you, I believe, have told me that you don't like striving. You don't right. like striving. Right. Well, it's not that I don't like striving. And, and you, know, you, you know, having an intention, you know, to like return home and find yourself, that, that's good. And working, you know, and practicing is also important. But striving sometimes feels like you're looking for something outside yourself. So that's why I would pull back on that word if if that's what the striving is okay and one of the first concepts that that we learned from you and talked about is bottom up versus top down so how does bottom up versus top down apply to letting go is there an application oh yeah exactly and that's a great way to kind of sum this up when we talk about top down we talk about our minds and our thoughts and our expectations and the things that we have to do. Right. And so in letting go, if you, if you, I don't know what that song really actually says, but if you say, well, I have to let go of this, you know, that's, that's kind of a, a, a top down approach. Your, your, your mind is telling your mind to let go. Yeah. of something. Okay. And it actually can't be done. As much as you, you would like it to be done, as much as you think it can be done, it's like it's like a it's like a circle. Your mind telling your mind to let go. So the bottom up approach is to use the exploring awareness techniques that we've been talking about to say, okay, I'm going to be aware of this, all of this thing that's going on in my mind. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to let it be what it is. And the part of me that's aware is just going to to watch it, to be aware of it and let it play out and see what's left over afterwards. You know, and so then the bottom up approach is that whole little storm has gone through your mind and you're still there (laughs) and you're still aware and all that stuff is dissolved and so instead of you letting go of something maybe it's no longer there or maybe it's less you know and so you're like oh because actually it has nothing to do with who I really am who I really am I realized through these practices where now I feel myself as opposed to thinking myself that feels good is it could it be more of let it be versus let it go yeah absolutely let it be let it be but i think if as you practice more and more at least my experience and many others is when you let it be it just kind of loses its energy Mm. right and so yeah as long as you're like holding on to it, it doesn't it, it doesn't go anywhere. But once you kind of like let it be, it does it can dissolve, it can drop off. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it is painful. It's like, oh my god, you know, you might holding on to some identity yeah. that you yeah. and, and it, it's like, well, who am I? If if I'm not this, then who am I? But believe me, you'll still be your true self after all these things drop away. And then, then, then once you're there, maybe the things you want will be different. 
maybe you already have found what you're looking for. That's awesome. Uh, that's good advice. Did you get a little insight on that? I you- did. I got a lot of insight. I need the, I need a bell, okay? Because <laughs> right. you get an insight, I could just ring the bell. <laughs> but seriously, I love how you said, "Who am I if I'm not that?" You know, and and it's yeah. I don't I don't identify with my yearnings. I I just I feel everything. You know, if you know anything about me, if you've listened to this or listened to me, I feel everything. So when I'm experiencing something and it's not going the way that I want it to go, then I yearn and want it for it to go the way I want it to go. And I hear you saying. Just let it be, and maybe you don't even want what you think you want. That's like, hey, that's a great thought. Maybe I don't. If I just <laughs> let it go, I, what am I, you know, where is that coming from? So I appreciate that. Right, and solidifying that. Mm. You're not solidifying that, but, you know, just keeping getting to know. So, so to me, when we're sitting and doing the meditation techniques, right, we're getting to know. We're scraping away all of the exterior until you get to the goal, you know, to get, get to the heart, to get to the inner part. Did you hear about that that mud Buddha that was in Thailand, you know, and um, they moved it and it cracked. Oh, yeah. That's a great there's like a golden Buddha underneath. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, they thought they were, they thought that was the Buddha, but actually it was. So there's that golden, you know, core that, that's, that's below the crack. So all that. So like saying to have to meditate is a, creates more of a problem. But, but to, yeah, to just go within and, and, and see. And again, this is an invitation for people. I don't want anybody to believe this is the case i mean there's a lot of people that have experienced this including myself so it's not like we're making it up but it is it is it's 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 hard to explain right i mean it's not explainable but it, but but guiding people to try these practices to open up to their inner goals you know will end up transforming and it looks like letting go but it's only kind of in retrospect. <laughs> so all the people that say let go, you know, they've already let go and they're telling you to let go, but they've already been through all the work. And so you're going through all the work. And so are many of our listeners, you go through the work, let go, and then send us an email when you get it. That's what I want. At uh, exploringawareness at gmail.com, please. I want to know when you get it. Yeah. I, I feel like I got it. I feel better we'll already. Email because we need some email. So Lisa, one of the first books I read, you know, when I was getting into all this, actually it was a gift that someone gave to me. I mentioned it once before on the podcast. It's called Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind, Informal Talks on Zen Meditation and Practice by uh, Suzuki Roshi. And um, I remember I opened up to this chapter and it's called Beyond Consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, beyond conscious is that space before thoughts. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of paragraphs I'd like to read that, that actually pertain to exactly what you've been talking about tonight, okay? So, so it's a little bit in a Buddhist language, but, but we'll unpack it. He says, when you have something in your conscious, consciousness, you do not have perfect composure, The best way towards perfect composure is to forget everything and then your mind is calm and it is wide and clear enough to see and feel things as they are without efforts. Uh, The best way to find perfect composure is not to retain any ideas of things, whatever they may be, to forget all about them and not leave any trace or shadow of thinking. But... If you try to stop your mind or try to go beyond your conscious activity, that will be only another burden for you. I have to stop my mind and my practice, but I cannot. My practice is not so good. That's a quote. He says, this kind of idea is also the wrong way of practice. Do not try to stop your mind, but leave everything as it is. Then things will not Stay in your mind so long. Things will come as they come and go as they go. And then eventually your clear, empty mind will last fairly long. 
Okay, so that's kind of what we were talking about. And then, and then he says, um, Dogen said, you should establish your practice in your delusion. Hmm. Even though you, you think you're in delusion, your pure mind is there. To realize pure mind in your delusion is practice. So, you know, to be aware of your delusions, like we were talking about, that's your practice. Um, if you have pure mind, essential mind, in your delusion, the delusion will vanish. Hmm. It cannot stay when you say, this is delusion. It will run away. So you should establish your practice in your delusion, which is like being aware of those thoughts that you're having. To have delusion is practice. This is to attain enlightenment before you realize it. Even though you do not realize it, you have it. So when you say, this is delusion, that is actually enlightenment itself. If you try to expel the delusion, it will only persist the more, and your mind will become busier and busier trying to cope with it. This is not so good. Just say, oh, this is delusion, and do not be bothered by it. When you just observe the delusion, you have your true mind, your calm, peaceful mind. And I'll just add in the most unlikely places. <laughs> <laughs> and when you start to cope with it, you will be involved in the delusion. So does that, does that help? I liked clear, clean, was it clean, empty mind? Yeah, clear, pure mind, I think. And so he, so when you say, well, I'm, I know that my mind is doing this and I know that, that is, you know, that is you being aware without you being aware of it. And that clear, pure mind, I think, is this beyond consciousness or, you know, you could call it exploring awareness. You know, you could say, well, you're, 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 you're observing all of these things beyond what your conscious mind is telling you. And that's where you find the pure, clear mind. And so when you know that you're doing all those things, you're aware of it, but you don't know it. It sounds so ideal, but I don't think it's easy. And it's not, and it's, it's not easy, and then it is easy. How is it easy? It, it's because it's just one step to the side. Hmm. And it does require this intention to, to return home. And and I won't say let go, but uh, let it be. Let, let it, it will drop. Hmm. Which I hear you, and I appreciate and agree. But it, you have to realize to be in my position, I can't strive, and I can't try, and I can't let it go. But I want to get there because it's like I know you don't. I don't think you like the word nirvana either. But I feel like it's. The place I want to be. But oh yeah, he used the word enlightenment too, which yeah. I think is a you know tricky word to to use as well. Well, it's where I want to be. It seems so peaceful and it's just calm and the love and the joy are all there. I'm. Why don't we Why don't we meditate? Then? Yeah, let's do it, please. Let's meditate, and we'll we'll just we'll we'll kind of focus a little bit on beyond consciousness and um, being aware of the delusion and open to another layer of awareness and the way we always start right mm. is by being aware of what's what's right in front of us and it, and it may be you might want to look around your room and just be aware of your body in your room that's always a nice way to start and then be aware of your body on the chair and set an intention for our meditation and uh, we won't be striving or we won't be you know, demanding but let's let's have this intention of letting whatever happens happen and we might also include the intention of connecting to something deeper that we might use Suzuki Roshi's word, pure mind, clear mind. 
that is there, by the way, it's there. And we'll take our first doorway to awareness by becoming conscious and aware of the breath. And when we do that, we still our mind enough, even for a few seconds, just to be aware that you're breathing. Or to know that you're breathing And I'll just add today to know that you know that you're breathing. investigate all the components of breathing. Maybe like a detective. And notice the initiation of the breathing. And maximum feeling of the lungs. And then the release. And you just keep just investigating how your muscles change when you take a breath. How your back might change. And so noticing when your body has a deep breath and notice when your body has a shallow breath. And again, we're using the breath as um, the first step to like open up to this awareness. And the breath is always there and always a good anchor or tool. And we always do a body scan. We're gonna do a quick one today, just starting at your feet moving up your legs and your hips, your abdomen, and your back, your hands and wrists, and arms and shoulders and neck. bringing some awareness to your whole body below your neck. 
have been moving up the back of her head, on the top of her head, and her eyes and nose and mouth and ears. And so here we are with our breath and our body. We're exploring the awareness of those. And so we know that we're breathing. We know that we have a body. You take a deeper breath and you might just feel into knowing that you know. Now, when we start out with this, there are lots of thoughts. Compelling thoughts. And when we first start, we go back to our breath. But now we're gonna take some thoughts, some difficult thoughts that we're having You know, maybe these really strong desires for something. Or a uh, complicated situation in the past. Something that maybe you've not wanted to think about. And if it feels okay, from this place of awareness, from this place of calm and strength, is it okay for those to come? Be aware of the regret. Be aware of the pain. Be aware of the shame, whatever. Whatever's coming up, is it is it possible to just hold those lightly in awareness and feel into who you are as awareness. And then what happens to those other thoughts and ideas and 
habits and identities. And if you think you can't live without them, then hold that thought with awareness. And just see if there's some space between all those things and this golden core. And the pure mind, the beyond consciousness. And, and yes, it might feel much better than this striving and regrets and plans and expectations. And we don't know what the future holds. But maybe as all these things drop off, the future unfolds differently. Because you're practicing this present moment awareness. You can't think of the future. But as you move through time open and free, that future might be different than it would be striving, attaching, having expectations that aren't being met. And so this practice is just going back to that over and over and letting that compassion that's in this place and that peace that's in this place and that joy be the guides. And the brain will do what it does. But in the future, the brain will be your tool, the tool for your truth. But at this point, you might need to go back to your breath and practice again. feels too painful or too difficult, you can always stop. But if it, if it feels like this is the right thing to do, then go back to your breath and just practice. Opening to awareness and let these things calm just like the breath. The delusions, the thoughts, all those things, just like the breath. While you just let whatever happens happen and then experience pure mind, awareness, 
whatever you want to call it. But yes, you may have to do this 10,000 times, 20,000 times, I don't know. But just let it unfold as it does. You don't expect anything. And if you want it faster, just bring that to awareness too. That's normal. But with awareness, it's not a time issue. And so we'll bring our meditation now to a close. And just remember that this pure mind, this deeper sense is always there. And so I'll encourage you to practice getting to know it. Not as a chore, but as an opportunity. So just take three deep breaths. And then open your eyes and we'll wrap up. I don't know if anyone else experienced, but I had a lot of deep sighs. <laughs> I feel like as much as we talked about not letting go, I feel like I just let go a lot. And oh, I like re- nice. when you said, if you, you know, you have these negative thoughts and if you can't live without them, and I'm thinking I can live without them. That is a great way to put them. I don't want to live with them. So I can live without them. And then mm-hmm. you, you said, don't expect anything. And I thought, oh, that's kind of letting go, isn't it? Yeah. Without letting go? Yes, it is, but it's like from a, but not from a mental perspective. Right, from, yeah. From the, from the bottom up, you know. It's right, like, yeah. Almost like I was like shedding some stuff, you know what I mean? I kept having these deep breaths and I'm like, I, I was going deeper and feeling better. Yeah, people have that experience of something like falling off. Yeah, right? yeah. That's exactly what it was like. But, you know, if you were, you know, might say, well, that was letting go, but it was, you know, it's like, it, it was, it happens. It happens kind of spontaneously, mm. dissolving. Mm. It's a healing, you know, it's a, mm. it looks like letting go, but it's, it's, again, I think that the how is always the important part. And that's what mm. I we share with our podcasts. We're not, you know, just saying things. We're really trying right. to get into the at least the how that that I've experienced it, you know, mm-hmm. and what I've learned from others. It's like, oh yeah, just go there and um, and I hope it's helpful. And I certainly enjoy working with you on this, Lisa. It's really a gift. So I'm I'm just having a a wonderful experience with this and with all the listeners and seeing all the different countries where people listen. Yeah, from. certainly hope it's helpful. Um, if you've gotten this far in the podcast, congratulations, and I hope the meditations are helpful. <laughs> I think a lot of people listen to the first step for the discussion part, but uh, if you've made it this far, congratulations, and I wish you so 
much success and, and, and goodwill as you move along in this practice. And I give you credit for tying the meditation into what we were talking about. It's kind of the payoff. You know, if you listen to the conversation, which I absolutely guarantee you with all my heart and soul is authentic. You know, I try yeah. to be vulnerable and put a lot of my feelings on the line. And Frank brings so many decades of experience and we have an authentic conversation. And then you kind of wrap it up with an applicable meditation. So, yeah. it's. I think that's 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 the experiential part, you know, because... Right. Because we're so used to thinking things through, and, and right. I'm glad that I've met a place where I can do that. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. And again, if you want to email us, exploringawareness at gmail.com. We're on Facebook or on Instagram. Uh, we have a Twitter account and a website, exploringawareness.org. So we're out there. We'd love to hear from you. This is all about connection. This is all about learning and growing and loving together. At least it is for me. And if you feel any of that, if you've learned anything or you want to share in in that calm, peaceful feeling, then we'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. In the meantime, have a great week, everyone. And we'll be back soon. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.